Hi, I'm Rebecca Rosen, a spiritual medium and best-selling author. Welcome to my podcast, Small, Medium, at Large. Although small in stature, I've been taking on the big and unusual job of talking to the dead for over 20 years. I serve as a messenger for spirit, helping people to connect to their departed loved ones and guides, while also encouraging them to strengthen their own intuition. Hello, everyone. Thank you for listening to another episode of Small Medium at Large. What I really want for this podcast is your input, questions, and participation. Like my Facebook Inner Circle group, I want this to be a place where we can all grow together and learn together. One of the ways that I hope to do this and to be able to interact with you on some level is by answering your more universal questions and opening the door of communication into this spiritual perspective. So going forward, there are a couple of ways that you can ask your questions. You can email me questions at podcast at RebeccaRosen.com. Or if you want to be part of the podcast, you can leave me a message at 720-230-6828. And if selected, we will play your message on the show. How fun is that? For this Q&A episode, I compiled some fascinating questions from my last Rebecca Rosen Live online event. If you're interested in registering for one of these events, visit my website, RebeccaRosen.com, for upcoming dates. During these events, attendees are able to ask their questions as I alternate between answering them and doing live audience readings. I can't get to all of the questions, and these ones were so great, so I knew I wanted to bring them to this new format and then answer them here. This first question is... What is the best way to connect with spirit if having trouble meditating? So I love this question. Um, If you follow me, you know I'm really big on prayer and meditation. Why? Because prayer is us um, asking for help or inviting spirit in, okay? And meditation is us letting go and receiving or listening. So prayer is asking and meditation is listening, And so, you know, if we're having trouble meditating, um, that's a very common thing because that means a lot of times we're just stuck in our own way. We're in our head. We're overthinking. um, And it's really hard to receive, to listen when you have all that mind chatter going on, right? The party in our head. And so you have to figure out a way to calm down the chatter and to make space to be able to hear um, or receive. And so, you know, there isn't just one way and it's not a one size fits all with anything. Um, You have to figure out what works for you. So a lot of clients I work with um, in readings, it comes through moving meditation is an excellent way. If you're having a hard time sitting down in traditional style um, with your eyes closed and, you know, um, in lotus position, it, it's hard to be still sometimes, especially if you have a lot of anxiety going on um, or you've had too much caffeine or sugar. <laughs> so um, the best way in that instance, don't set yourself up for failure and, you know, try and sit. Instead, go move. Moving meditation, anything to ground, to move energy, to get you breathing, um, to raise your vibe, to clear your head. Okay, so it could be yoga or walking or hiking or running, but spirit oftentimes 
suggests being in nature because it, of all the negative ions, which it, it's pure positive energy. Um, and it helps open you up um, to be able to connect with that higher frequency of spirit. Um, another way is through your dreams. Okay, so when you're when you go to bed at night and you're in a dream state, your mind is naturally quieted. And so you're more open and receptive um, because the mind is out of the way and it's easier for spirit to connect with you and um, to give you that download, whatever that is. So dreams. So before you go to bed at night, I always suggest you invite spirit in, whether it's your family or friends who have crossed over, your pets, your angels, your spirit guides, um, ascended masters, whoever it is you're hoping to connect with, just give them permission, ask them um, through a place of gratitude and just surrender at that point. You've put in the request, then you let go. And then when the timing is right, spirit will connect with you. Another way to connect with spirit, if you're having trouble just meditating, would be journaling. You know, through journaling, um, you would then, you know, get things off your chest, process your thoughts and feelings um, by writing. And then a lot of times what happens is, is automatic writing takes over. So a higher part of you or your team and spirit then can use that um, tool to align with your energy and then impress your mind with the words, with feelings, and then it will come through your writing. Okay, that's how my whole journey began, um, was journaling, which evolved to automatic writing. And it's like inspired thought, inspired um, writing that just takes over you. So um, if you do that, I would just say, say a prayer and, and set the intention, only the highest, purest, most loving energies um, connect with you. And channeling is another way. So, you know, um, sometimes we're able to channel for ourselves. Sometimes we can work with a, a spiritually advanced, you know, trusted friend um, or a professional, someone, you know, that we can work with to be each other's mirrors or sounding boards and to be used as messengers to receive um, spirit connection and messages and guidance. And finally, um, the last thing I would suggest that comes through readings all the time is um, get do hobbies or activities that get you into your right brain, okay, the center of intuition, creativity versus your left brain, which is more logical, linear, analytical, um, so right brain activities um, that get you into a zone. So sometimes people just start working on their car um, and they get into an altered state of mind and that's where they get their greatest epiphanies or thoughts or insights. Um, let's say you just start knitting or painting um, or building something, right? You're not sitting necessarily in a quiet space, but if you're uninterrupted and you're able to get into that zone, you will then more likely be able to be out of your head and receive, um, you know, these out of the blue impressionable thoughts coming from spirit. Because again, spirit impresses our mind and body with thoughts and feelings. So I would encourage you to um, try one or all of these um, if you're having trouble meditating. Next question. If someone chooses to be your spirit guide, will you see them when you cross over? 
So when we are in this earth school, we all have spirit guides that come and go throughout our lifetime. And you generally have one permanent guide called a senior guide, called a guardian angel. Um, but they are with you from the time you're born until the time you cross over. But then you have many guides that come and go. And so think of it like during your school career, from the time you're in kindergarten all the way up through advanced you know, um, you know, college and master's programs, you have many, many different teachers. And you have different teachers for different subjects that they're teaching you. And the same goes with guides. You have different spirit guides for different life lessons or um, karma that you're working through. So you can have multiple guides at one time. You know, there's been times I've had a dozen different guides working with me on a dozen different uh, life lessons that I'm, or karma that I'm working out or balancing. And so it's really just comes down to where you're at in your journey and then getting to know who your guides are and ultimately um, what they're there to do for you. So they are there with you until your assignment is complete. So it'd be like completing the third grade. You have, you know, the one main teacher and you might switch around and have the music teacher and the art teacher and the PE teacher. So you have um, the primary teacher and then you have secondary teachers and you go through the entire year. And then when you're complete and you graduate to the fourth grade, you get a whole new set of teachers, right? Um, I guess if you want to consider the principal of the school, like your guardian angel, that principal, that guardian is permanently there, even though you're interchanging your teachers and um, assistant teachers or student teachers, okay? And so when the guide is complete, the guide will move on. So when when you cross over one day, you're going to be greeted by this welcoming committee. Typically, it's a huge homecoming it's made up of all of your family, your friends, your pets, all of the guides you've had throughout your entire incarnation. Um, it doesn't mean that happens right away, but at some point, um, you know, in those initial, in the initial crossing over, um, it might be a quiet um, welcoming from your main guardian angel or from one selected special someone. And then at some point, um, you would be reintroduced and reconnected to all of your spirit guides throughout your life. So my grandma, babe, came to me um, 20 years ago. She was a guide for a good two or three years for me to get me through a dark time in my life, depression, um, because she could identify with that. She had a lot of empathy and she had she had a lot of karma that she needed to balance out. And so once grandma, babe, was complete, she moved on. And it's very rare that I hear from her. Um, you know, that was, what, 17, 18 years ago since she's moved on. She'll come and go occasionally, but I'm sure she's moving on to the higher heavens or she's moved, picked a new assignment. She has a new someone or many someones maybe she's guiding. So, yes, you will be reunited with them um, when you cross over. Why can't we feel someone we felt so connected to on Earth? This is a really great question because when a loved one dies and you had such a strong bond and you were just so connected, both um, 
you know, just energetically and physically, if you, you know, spoke to them or saw them, you know, frequently, and then all of a sudden they're ripped out of your life, right? The physical is not the spiritual or energetic aspect of their soul, but the physical, and that's very real. Um, And so it's really hard to come to terms with not being able to feel them. I know I personally went through that experience with my dad. Um, In the beginning, I just could not feel anything. And we were so close and that just killed me. But um, what I understood was it took him a while to recharge his energy. So there's a few reasons why, if if you're going through this, why you may not be able to feel someone that you were so connected to on earth um, since they've crossed over. And so first one would be it's on them. Okay. So their spirit energy is not strong enough yet because they need to restore it. They need um, time. So like my father and like many souls who died suddenly and tragically, and my dad, you know, was not in a well place at the end. He needed, he went to like what looks like a hospital ICU where he needed time to reflect and restore and recharge his battery. Okay. So think of it like um, a cell phone where the battery wears down throughout your life. Well, you obviously need to recharge it and get back up to a hundred percent to have those conversations and connections. The second reason could be it's on you, okay? So, which is not a judgment. It's more just a fact. When you're grieving, your vibration's lowered. That's just what happens when we're depressed, when we're sad, when we are um, ungrounded, unclear, we are feeling um, lost, hurt, afraid. Our vibe is low. And Spirit energy is a very high vibrational frequency. So you're not even close to being a match. And so, um, you know, sometimes, you know, you're in your grief process, your vibe is low and their energy is really high and they're trying to connect to you, but they're having a hard time getting through. So they might go to someone around you, like a family, another family member or a friend, and they tell you they had a visitation, they had a dream, they, they keep getting signs. Okay, so just see it as they are trying to connect, but they're not matching you. So they're going to figure out a way to get through to you. Um, And a lot of times what happens on us is that when we have lost someone, we're hurt. And so we put a heart wall up around our heart, our heart chakra. It's a protection mechanism because it was just too painful. So sometimes that makes us start to feel numb um, and you know, so we really can't feel. Um, so that could be another reason why. And it's not intentional, but it's it's how you're able to cope and be able to carry on. Um, and then another reason you may not be able to feel someone um, who passed on could be that they have moved on temporarily um, or permanently, but temporarily would be they're in the higher heavens. They're doing their work. Okay, they've evolved up in the fifth dimension and beyond. Um, They are growing and evolving. And um, you're down here in the third dimension, you know, operating. And so you're just, there's a big gap in between where you're at and where they're at. So these loved ones typically will come and go as needed or called upon. So they usually check in with you for milestones or when you're in a stressful or desperate situation and you're crying and praying. A lot of times they will stop what they're doing, dip down into the lower vibrations and try and connect with you. 
Um, but sometimes they don't. And that's where you say, I just don't feel them. Um, but then if they've permanently moved on, it's either because they've reincarnated. So that could be a reason why you're not feeling them. They have literally taken on a new life um, experience, a new body. And it could be in a family member around you where you connect with someone in this world that reminds you so much of that departed loved one. It's very possible. It's the reincarnation of that same soul. Um, sometimes the case is, though, it's just they're carrying an essence, an aspect of that loved one's energy, or they're acting as a spirit guide. So when you are around that living loved one, you feel and are reminded of the presence of your departed loved one. So there's a lot of reasons. But what I would say is just when this happens, just pray. Pray for your highest truth, your highest healing. Pray for your loved ones and spirits, highest truth, highest healing. Set the intention that you are open to connecting if and when they are available. Um, ask your guides, ask your higher self what you can or need to do to um, manage your own energy, to raise your vibration so that you can feel this connection. Um, and then let go. And then that's where you just trust that if and when you're going to connect with them, which generally, um, you know, that will happen, you will. Okay, so it comes down to faith and trust. And finally, just know, even if you can't feel that loved one um, and and you sense they their energy is still in spirit, they haven't reincarnated, just pray. Send them love. Talk to them, okay? Meditate and pray on their energy and beam your love and light to them because I can't tell you how many times in readings spirit will say, your prayers lifted me up, your love and light allowed me to heal and to evolve, okay? And that, in turn, is what allowed them to then be able to make contact with you because you helped them to restore their light and to move into a higher frequency. If God has a plan for our lives, how do we know what that plan is or if we're going in the right direction? So how do you know what your soul's plan is? You know, that takes a lot of um, self-inquiry, and what that means is, is really asking yourself, asking your higher self. You can do it through prayer and meditation. You can do it when you go to bed at night and invite your higher guides, your higher self into your dream state to re-remind re you of what your soul's plan is. And you can do it through working with trusted professionals who a lot of times um, hypnosis. So if you find someone who is um, properly trained as a hypnotherapist, someone who knows how to take you into life between lives, it's really amazing. It's There's past life regression, there's life between lives regression, and when you can find a trusted hypnotherapist who can take you to that place, you are able to get out of your mind, your limited mind's knowing, into your higher self, into your soul self, and re-remember what your soul plan is. And finally, you can journal, you can channel, okay? So if you sit down to start writing or typing and you you know, ask with the intention to align with your higher self, your team and spirit. At some point, what happens typically is spirit will start talking with you and through you and use the tool of writing as a way to communicate that knowing. So it really just comes down to getting clear on what feels right on how you want to access that plan to know, re-remember what you signed up for. 
So God does have a plan for our lives, okay? And God is that divine spark within you. That It's the oneness that connects us all. It's that God self or goddess self within you knows why you're here, okay? And really what this comes down to, how do you know if you're on the right track and going in the right direction? It comes down to you stopping and taking an objective inventory of your life and seeing generally, is it flowing? Generally, you know, are you experiencing miracles and signs along the way? Synchronicities, okay? I call that being in this flotastic state because this is where you're aligned with your higher self, which in turn matches you to that miracle consciousness which is where miracles, signs, synchronicities are common. They're everyday occurrences. And that is um, a natural thing when you're on track with your life and in the flow. So you really got to listen to your feelings. Your feelings are your guidance. So if you're feeling off, you're feeling resistance, you're feeling nothing's going your way, you're feeling down, depressed, uninspired, those are all great indicators that you are off track, okay? That you are stuck in your separated lower self, which is your ego. And the reverse holds true. If you are generally feeling eager anticipation each day for what's to come and what you get to do and what to create, if you're feeling inspired, you're feeling strong, clear, calm, feeling content, feeling satiated, those are all great signs that you're on the right track with your purpose, So your feelings are your guidance, and it's really um, a great indicator for you to tune in every single day, sometimes several times a day, and see how you're feeling, and then line that up with how things are flowing or not flowing in your life. So when you're constantly hitting um, brick walls or being forced to take detours, uh, that's a great indication you've fallen off track. The good news is at any point, you can get back on track. All you have to do is pray, okay, and ask for divine intervention, divine guidance. Ask your team and spirit to help you. Ask your higher self to take the wheel, to take over, to get out of your own way, get out of, you know, the lower self, and to realign, reconnect. So it's about getting grounded in that knowing, in that power, and then connected to something bigger. And you can do that through your intention, okay? Setting the intention, calling it in, praying and meditating to align with that energy and that intention and that frequency. And generally, you'll start to see your life becomes um, very, very flotastic and you start to feel like you're very clear on what your plan is for your life. Can you talk about earth angels a little more? So I always love questions around earth angels because, um, you know, the earth angels are advanced souls and these earth angels come into our life for a, a reason, a season, or a lifetime. And these earth angels can show up in a variety of different forms. Sometimes they are our pets. I can't tell you how many times I hear spirit bring through that your incarnated current pet, your cat, your dog, your bunny rabbit, your horse, whatever it is, is there as a as an earth angel. It is a more advanced soul that is acting as a an angel or a spirit guide, and it's for a variety of reasons, but generally 
It's to help you. It's there to comfort you, to keep your vibration high, to help heal you during, you know, difficult times if you're going through health issues or emotional, mental health issues. These earth angels are there to help you embrace your life situation, to learn your lessons. Um, And a lot of times they're there to offer you unconditional love so that you keep your heart open and you don't shut down and become jaded by, you know, life's challenges. So a lot of times earth angels come as your your living loved ones, your family, your friends, your children. And these are, again, more advanced souls. And what they often say is these are souls who don't have a lot of their own karmic baggage, okay? So they're agreeing to incarnate with you, and they're taking one for the team. And they're saying, you know what? I don't really need this lifetime, but I am going to go into it for this this soulmate or for these certain soulmates. It could be more than one. I had a reading recently where this young guy named Kenny passed away. And it was, he was around 20 or so. And he came through for his sister and Kenny died by suicide. And he said that he could be of greater service to her from the other side than he could be in a body because he finished, you know, the one or two important lessons he came to earth to learn. And it was always agreed upon or a high probability that he would leave around 20 given he completed those lessons. And then from there, he would pick up from where he left off and continue to be present to his sister and act as her spirit guide. And she had said that he had only passed, you know, I think it was like two years before. Well, a lot of times spirit guides, our loved ones, they need time to be properly trained on how to guide us and act as our spirit guides or angels. But if it's a more advanced soul, such as the case of Kenny, they don't need a whole lot to rebound, okay? They're so advanced that it it takes very little time and they can step back into that role of playing earth angel or spirit guide. So really, earth angels are oftentimes, they're very loving and kind and humble. They are usually very sensitive. You could call them empaths where they're extra in tune with other people's thoughts and feelings and the world in general. And a lot of times they have a very hard time being in the heavy, dense earth world conditions, you know, with all this duality and polarity. And that's oftentimes why I have lately have been channeling so many souls who have died by suicide who were earth angels. They were advanced souls and they just really were, com- they were done. They couldn't tolerate the harshness, the denseness of of the world that in which we live right now. And so the bottom line is earth angels, um, whether they are physically incarnated or they are now in spirit, you know, they are souls who are here to help teach us, whether it's by just their loving presence, serving as a light, as an example for us to aspire to be more like them loving and kind and giving, generous, caring, all of that. Or they are here to guide us with their wisdom and to be of service to us, you know, by being our messengers and helping us, showing up for us in little and big ways. There there are always going to be spirit guides and angels around us. You know, so earth angels, you are blessed if you know some. I know I have many earth angels in my life right now. And I think the bottom line is it's our job to aspire to be more like them, to rise up into that place of selfless service 
and to heal and balance our own karma so that we can in turn show up and serve others in that same way. Thanks for joining me for this episode of Small Medium at Large. To register for one of my Rebecca Rosen live online events or virtual small group readings, and to sign up for my newsletter, please visit my website, RebeccaRosen.com. There you will also find additional resources for your spiritual journey, including my self-guided courses, books, and blog videos. You can also follow me on social media by searching at Medium Rebecca Rosen on Facebook and Instagram. As always, wishing you brightest blessings and all love.